Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And it is race week. It is derby week. And we have a special guest. It is going to be a great week. This is going to be a great episode, great week. All good, all good things. All ups, no downs. <laughs> yes, let's get this party started because it's going to be such a fun week. And I cannot wait for you guys to meet our guest today. Um, this is actually one of the cutest things I think I've ever seen, not just because I love Formula One, but also it, just in general, it's an adorable book. Um, so we have Mr. Andy. How do you say your last name? <laughs> Amendola. Andy Amendola. 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 Oh, I should have probably done that one. But... That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> And Andy is the author of, and I'm hoping we're going to share, I've shared this on stories, but he's the author of the ABCs of racing, the most adorable children's book um, about formula one. And it's honestly, I wanted this to be a coffee table book because it's the illustrations are beautiful and it's so fun. And so we are so happy to have Andy on the show. So thanks for joining us. Hey, welcome, Thank Andy. you guys. I'm so excited to be here. And the best part is that Andy's in Miami. So, you know, he's going to give us all the scoop on, the Miami GP and very, very random small world fun fact, Andy and I went to the same high school. <laughs> yeah, that is that is crazy. <laughs> that truly was the most bizarre link that when we found out you guys were in the same high school, I was like, wait, what? Well, we have to have Andy on the show. This is this is supposed to happen. <laughs> it's fate. I, I did this whole thing where I was like, just because it's somebody from Miami and has a name you kind of recognize, you definitely don't know them. And then I looked you up on LinkedIn and I was like, mm, that's why. That's why that name was familiar. <laughs> Uh, I was actually just there not too long ago. They had a big alumni event a couple weekends ago. School's looking great. Yeah, nice. shout out to Ransom Everglades. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Andy, tell us a little bit about your book, about how you got into F1. I mean, how this kind of came to be. It's first off, some of the most beautiful illustrations I've ever seen. So kind of give us the the rundown on how you started this and and how you got into F1. Okay. Let's start with how I got into F1 because that'll kind of lead into the book. Yes. Um, so I am a, you know, a, gener- a generation DTS. You know, I watched Drive to Survive. Me and my wife binged it over the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, that, and which it's a little odd because I actually touched Formula One a few times in my career. I come from marketing. I actually have done, I've worked with brands like Johnny Walker, who sponsors, you know, sponsored the race you know, back in the early 2000s with oh. Pablo Montoya. I've worked on Mobile One, which has a lot of motorsport sponsorships, but I never really got into the sport. It's kind of like a high barrier to entry. I didn't really understand it. And with Drive to Survive, we just fell in love. And as soon as we started, as soon as we ended watching it, me and my wife just looked at each other. It's like, when is the next race? We got to start watching this. <laughs> So it, it became a thing in our family. We, we watched every Sunday was race day. We started watching together. The kids started liking it. Um, and, you know, from there, I, I just started consuming a lot more F1 content. I, I, you know, I'm kind of a research junkie. So I did a lot of pod. I looked at, you know, listened to podcasts, did research, looked at YouTube videos, watched documentaries. Um, I just became obsessed. And then after we started watching the races, I would post on social about the winners and whatever. And my friend saw that and invited me to a WhatsApp group that had 50 F1 fans in Miami. And now it has like a hundred fans. And we're all going to go to the race together. 
Um, I designed some t-shirts and someone else in the group printed them and it's just going to be, you know, big group outing. And that kind of, you know, kept me going and getting, fueling my obsession. And then they announced, you know, they announced the race in Miami. So we booked the tickets as soon as we could. Uh, (laughs) And then I realized I want to go see the race in Austin. It's, you know, after being pent, you know, kept inside for two years, um, I was like, this could be, this could be fun. And I had a friend who just moved out to Austin. So I didn't have, you know, didn't have to pay for a hotel or anything and book tickets. We went and that's when I had a, like a really tipping point moment for the book, because it was such an amazing spectacle, mm-hmm. uh, not just the racing, but everything around it. And it had record attendance. Um, you know, I was reading up on how you like the fandom was growing in the U S and at that race, it was, like the majority of fans were first time race goers, just like me. And I got to meet a lot of people. I met all these people from Mexico that came up to support Checo and people from all around the world, just coming, you know, first time or all around the U S you know? Um, and then the, the book idea came from the fact that I'm the primary book buyer in our, in our households. Typically it's the moms and my wife does buy a lot as well, but I buy books based on what I like to then share with my kids. So um, I buy art books from my daughter who's into art and my son was getting into the racing. So I wanted to find some racing books for him and I couldn't find many out there. You know, there are some, some books out there about F1, but they're a little dated. Um, obviously in 2022, all the cars changed. So I thought, you know, the, it started as a seed of an idea. And then after coming back from Austin and then knowing that Miami was happening and it was already sold out, I was like, let's, let's just do it. Uh, and at that point, it, it was like originally had a rough idea for the book. And then I decided I'm going to make this bigger. I'm going to do a full series starting with an ABCs, which is kind of an easy entry point for me. I'm not uh, in publishing. I, don't, I had to learn everything myself and figure it all out. Um, so I started with an ABC book and it's meant to be for three to eight year olds. It's not like a board book for babies. It's the ABCs of racing. There's new racing terms that are explained, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, you know, kind of way that's kid friendly and all the art in the book was created by my illustrator, Wei Ren. Um, and he's amazing. I found him after searching for a long time. Um, but he made, and then I, I told him, can we include some of the tracks and things like that? So it's also meant to be fun for adults too, who are maybe newer to F1 and want to kind of learn more stuff. Um, so that's kind of the really quick um, how it came to be. Well, that's really neat. I mean, it's it's such a neat book. And I love that. I, I mean, everything from the beginning of, you know, the the A is for aerodynamics. And I'm like, oh, that's so smart. What a great way to introduce these um, things that you're going to hear, you know, as you're watching these races, you're going to hear these things, but it's nice to have the terms. And it's great that you can, um, you know, just be aware of you know, what it is that you're talking through. And as you're, you know, becoming more involved in Formula One and as a parent, you know, obviously you've read a thousand books to your kids. So you mm-hmm. also want to have a, an interesting book that you can learn a little bit, you know, as you're doing. And so I, what a creative way to kind of get both of your worlds to come together with that. I, that's just so smart. So you said that this is going to be like a, you you want this to be a series. Like what what is your your vision for the Red Racer book umbrella? Yeah, so I have a, a few kind of core like values and themes that I want to um, speak to in the book series. 
Um, obviously, STEM is one of them. I see motorsports as an amazing platform to get young kids excited about science, engineering, mathematics, all those sorts of things, um, and really kind of change the mindset as, you know, kids all love, you know, fast cars and, you know, bright objects and things like that. But there's many career paths outside of just being a driver. And I kind of want to, you know, bring that to life and showcase all the engineering components, science components, technology, et cetera. Um, so that's one of the big things I want to do with my book series. Another is like diversity and inclusion and gender equality. Um, so the first book really just scratches the surface of that. You know, there's and she's so cute. The girl, the little cartoon. Yeah, she's like the cutest character. I love her. Roxy, Roxy the engineer. So yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so in the second book, which I'm um, kind of in the illustration and formatting process, it's going to be a photo and illustration book, and it's going to include, it's going to be all about the race cars. So that we'll get it, a slightly older audience because um, <laughs> we start getting into, you know, ground effects and engines and mechanical. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, that one's going to, and it's also going to give like more opportunity for each of the characters to, to have a kind of a, a say, whereas Red Racer is more about the driving and the fun. And Roxy talks more about the STEM and the science component of it. So cool. Yeah. Do we um, have a character that could talk about the logistics? Because I find the logistics so so <laughs> fascinating. We love the traveling circus, but I think that would be a really cool book that you could be like, okay, now you have travel buddies that go from this, you know, from this country together. They travel to here together. And then that's like a whole new level that you could talk yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. The truth is there's so much around Formula One racing that, you know, I could make a you know, series of like 10 books. There's, yeah. Um, so the third one, yeah, my idea was to write more about how the races work. So the, the second one's about the book and the third one would be more about the races and kind of how it travels, you know, and things like that. Um, but eventually I also want to get into other motorsports, IndyCar, NASCAR, Ooh. Rally. Um, uh, yeah, I've been chatting with a few people about you know, can we do something for IndyCar? Because, you know, that's big here in the US too. Yeah. And obviously NASCAR is huge. Um, so the idea is to kind of roll it out into more and potentially create more characters. Down the road, I'd like to do not uh, a fiction as well, because there's a lot of great qualities that you could speak to in racing about competition, sportsmanship, teamwork, mm -hmm. uh, dedication, you know, it, it's so there's so many kind of rich stories there and personalities that I'd love to, you know, bring that to life as well. It, it could easily be a cartoon series. I feel like it lends itself so well to that. And, and if that happens, Shannon would like to um, apply for a a minor cartoon character. <laughs> you heard it here. If that ever comes to be, she would like a cartoon cameo. Yes, a dream come true. My my mom always tells the story that when I was younger, she'd always ask like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I want to be a cartoon. And that's, I mean, awesome, in all honesty, awesome. the most perfect job for me would to be a cartoon. So I would love if I could have, a, just, you know, I could be a podcasting cartoon, you know, it'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. I like it. Let's do it. It could add a whole other element to it. I mean, I think that once you're talking about it, though, like as the, like where you want to take it, I feel like that's like it could easily be a cartoon series. It would yeah. be so fun. 
Yeah, I mean, I grew up watching like Speed Racer and a lot of yes. car cartoons, but I feel like there's not so many of those anymore. So it's more like trucks, I feel like, and like construction things. So we need some race cars. I think this yeah. is the right path. I mean, you're definitely on the right path. Now, are you someone that um, do you enjoy writing? Is this something that came very natural to you, or has this been something like a muscle you really had to to flex on this? Um, well, that's a good question. I, I, <laughs> I. I do a lot of writing for for like you know my job in marketing I'm not a creative but I'm a strategist and I do a lot of research and writing and trying to you know figure out how brands should message so I do a lot of that but this is a little different this first one is actually not that hard to write because it was nonfiction. and me and my kids actually sat down one day with my wife and went through, just put the, we put the alphabet and we just listed letters, you know, what could A be? It could <laughs> yeah. be aerodynamics, could be so apex, you know, so many, there are so many. Um, and this one wasn't that hard. The other ones are, are a little more complicated and translating to Spanish is a whole yeah. other level too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would say is like, I've always wanted to create something, you know, and this kind of just aligned my passions for for design and and kind of marketing plus f1 and racing so <laughs> um and i got to do it you know with my kids as my guinea pigs so it was a really really fun project um i definitely need to work on my writing i think the illustrations <laughs> are phenomenal uh, i'm sure the writing could improve um and i had editors that helped me um but yeah i i it was kind of easy to make it. It just took a long time to then go from the writing of it to the final product. I'm yeah, actually, well, really you did a great job. Yeah, you, yeah. you said you went to Coda for the first time this year. And now- and We were there. I know, we were there. Oh, no way. That was October. Yeah. And now yeah. you have a book. Like yeah. I have a book in my hand. I feel like you really knocked it out of the park. Like, <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it took all that long to me. I'm like, really? Wow. I mean, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. it's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's talk about F1 then. So you were at Coda too. So that was your first race. It was our first race. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. What'd you think? Are you going to go back? Like what's, and yes. then let's talk, yeah. So you're I, going back to Austin. I, yes, I already booked my tickets and going back. Um, last time we went, uh, you know, we had tickets for the qualies and a seat, but then did general admission on, on the race which was okay, but it was hard to follow the race and, you know, from where we were, but the overall experience was amazing. Um, So many people, all the fans were great. You know, it was nice to be out, you know, at an event, especially after (laughs) COVID. So I I had a blast and I was just surprised at how well it was produced and everything about it was just so great. And, you know, um, except for getting there and back. Getting there and back. I was going to say everything except the travel. But once you were exactly. there, it was like a car race, a carnival, a food yeah. festival, a concert. Like, exactly. it was like, what do you want? Like, we've got it all. You can like walk around the corner and there's yeah. this and games. And like, it was everything with, like in one just place. It was giant, but it was so cool. Once you got there. Once you got yes. there. Yeah. The exactly. logistics behind that place is a nightmare. But totally. the actual circus <laughs> on the inside felt like you know it was it was a blast so much fun. yeah 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 and i didn't okay. get to do all the stuff like i didn't get to go up to the tower. yeah did you guys do that yeah oh, the tower is cool oh, the tower was so yes cool. and we were up there when um daniel ricardo was doing the uh donut oh the, the yeah and the richard petty car, richard petty car. Like yeah that. 
That was the moment. That one I missed too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, we like, we ended up, Shannon's husband did some like internet sleuthing and found us some great tickets of a guy who had him who had just had a baby and like couldn't go every day. So he kind of was also our like spirit guide of it and gave us like, here's where you need to go. Here's what you need to do. And that's, he gave us the hot tip on the tower and he's like, you get a glass of champagne, like start your day there and then like go on. Yeah, so that was how we. Do it's next, a must. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. This year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll have to meet up because Shannon hasn't booked her flight yet, but I, I'm going to be there. Sorry. <laughs> I usually oh, wait a sure. little bit closer <laughs> before, but you know what? We learned our lesson last year. I was like, when we were looking at tickets, my husband does like he plans all of the trips and stuff, and he's like, um, it could it would be cheaper if we flew to Abu Dhabi than it would <laughs> us to fly to Austin. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah buy like a hundred bucks and I was like dang so <laughs> lesson learned um, we're yes. not gonna wait that, that long. reminds me I should book my yeah like book your, uh, book your I, booked my, <laughs> I was doing my Lewis Hamilton master class on like New Year's Day and it was like um Lewis says you should prepare for things so I'm gonna buy my tickets to Austin <laughs> oh you did that oh uh-huh. I've, been, I've been meaning to to get yeah. that that's awesome. uh, we did it as like our New Year's resolution uh episode we watched and listened to Lewis's masterclass and then, you know, tried to apply those things into our goal planning for the oh, year. I'm we're not really hitting, one. we're not really hitting it on Lewis's level, but you know, well, maybe we are, maybe I mean, we, are P13. we are P13. We are P13. He's having an off year and it kind of seems like maybe we did it, Danielle. Maybe we did yeah. <laughs> He sets the bar pretty high. Yeah, he does. After we like listen to it, he talks, does this one whole part about how he's so regimented with his um, like food and diet. And he talked about how um, he carries around a piece of candy in his pocket to like, as like a tally for how long he can not eat it. And I was like, yeah, that wouldn't work for me. I'd be like, I'm going to eat it. Willpower and discipline right there. And we we don't, we don't have as much as Lewis does, but I was like, wow, Lewis, (laughs) just eat the candy. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, you're going to be fine. Just have the one piece of candy. (laughs) I don't feel like it's going to make that big of a difference, but you're going to fit in your seat. It's okay. okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, All right, so Lewis, so Lewis is Shannon's favorite driver. Mine is sweet, sweet Charles Leclerc. Who is your favorite driver and team? Oh man, that's a tough question. Like picking a favorite child, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I do love both of those drivers. Those are probably my two favorite, uh, but for different reasons. So Lewis Hamilton has just been a huge inspiration for me. And not, not just what he does on the track, but what he does off the track, you know, mm-hmm his Hamilton commission, you know, always fighting for diversity, you know, that really inspired me a lot and, and making the book. And, and I think he's just an incredible person. And he he also like shows vulnerability. Like that was like one of the first things I noticed in his press conference. Like he showed vulnerability. Like you don't see a lot of championship athletes do that. It's always like, I'm tough. I'm cool. No pressure, whatever. But he showed vulnerability. Like, I was like, this guy's different, you know? And I really like that. Um, That said, I'm not an anti-Max. So I don't want, you know, it's not a binary thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Max Max is an amazing talent. He's a raw talent, you know? Um, I think he could benefit from some more, like, work. Um, Like, kind of like, 
I feel Lewis is constantly working on himself and constantly working with the engineers and he's there until the end of the night and, and first there in the morning, whereas maybe, you know, Max is just Max is not. naturally Max talented and he doesn't need to. I don't know. It's but, like he's not going to do it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not anti him. And then I think Charles Leclerc was the, the guy who, while watching Netflix, we were like so excited for and like his potential. Um, and the first race we actually watched, like in person, live with the family, was Monaco, where he had pole position and then, yeah, you know, he couldn't get the car to, to start the race. So that was. <laughs> devastating bummer oh my god it was so sad <laughs> yeah yeah um and then team wise i like a lot of the teams i really like a lot of the younger drivers you know, yeah mm-hmm. they gravitate towards because i you know i really like like yuki and pierre and okan and um carlos science of course i you know oh, love God, carlos got it for him this season i know this is not carlos's season but we no, love but carlos I do you think that your red racer here looks just like carlos signs like c is for champion c is also for carlos this, <laughs> yeah. this could be him <laughs> he is meant to be a latino you know bicultural character so you nailed it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know i am so sad for carlos this season it's just not it's gonna come together for him i feel like at some point but this start to the season has been real rough yeah. for our guy. I mean, we're only four races in, right? So, like, we still got time. We, we've got plenty of racing to do for Carlos to come on back. Definitely. And get some definitely. good luck. So. Maybe it's my, maybe Miami. Like, maybe. it could be Miami. for. I feel like Carlos in Miami would be such a moment. Like, Oh, yeah. I feel like that people would be, would be all aboard that that moment. Like, so, you know, maybe yeah. we put that out in the universe for Carlos to have a Miami moment. Yes, it's manifested. Not, not that we've talked yes. about our predictions for this race yet, but I want you to know it is written down on my piece of paper before we even have the conversation. <laughs> Carlos's name is in my prediction list this week. So nice. but we'll get there. We'll get there. Nice. <laughs> he deserves it. He needs that. Okay. And who's your favorite principal? This is also a very divisive oh. question. Around here. Ah, wow. That is tough. There, there's I, no wrong answers, but yes. Gunter is uh, it's always a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I like Gunter, but I, I'm I, I gotta say Toto. Yeah. yeah. I gotta yeah. say Toto. I mean, he is on point and he is oh, yeah. well put together. He's disciplined. I, he has his moments when he throws his headset <laughs> off, but you know, he's He's also very like aware of mental health concerns and it's very well-rounded. Um, and I really, you know, business-wise, he's very smart too. So I think he's great. I also love Zach Brown. Oh yeah. Yeah. Zach's great. You know, but Zach, we haven't gotten, he's not like our principal anymore. Right. So we don't get to see him as much, which is like kind of a bummer. Total bummer. Especially cause he's like the American guy in there. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, uh, I think he's really smart and the, the amount of sponsorships he's brought to his team is amazing. Oh, I know. I mean, like single-handedly getting, I feel like McLaren and like F1 into so many more like American like advertisements and placements, all that stuff is, yeah. I he, feel like obviously his doing. I yes, have been totally. watching the, um, the Miami Grand Prix, like the video, like the, um, Oh, the fly through or the walk, yeah, whatever. that like, one. And there's like a whole McLaren hosting uh, club. Like it is, I mean, Mercedes has one. 
uh, Ferrari has one. They're next to each other. They're tiny. But the McLaren one is like ridiculous. But they also said that they spent the most money here because they have so many American sponsors that this is like kind of like their activation point of like, we've got to take care of these people. Um, yeah. And, and they're the- doing a big event um, yes. at, in Miami Beach as well. Oh, man, that's um, going to be nice. And yeah, they have some local sponsors like Go Puff is one of their sponsors who has a big presence in Miami and uh, my kids love the Google wheels. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just noticed that like last week I was like, wait a minute. Are those like Google yes. wheel? Like yes. Chrome. Uh-huh. Like the Chrome. Symbol. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those I know. Awesome. I just noticed that last week and I was like, oh my gosh, how have I missed this until now? Uh, okay. So speaking okay. of like all the parties and stuff in Miami, like give us the background on what's going on in Miami. Like, obviously I'm sure it's such a scene. I'm sure there's like things every single night, but like, what's kind of the, how are people responding to it? Is like the excitement high there? What's, what's yeah. the vibe? <laughs> so the it's, yeah, it's a Miami vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a Miami vice vibe, but. Um, oh, I bet. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, everyone's super excited about, about the race and, you know, people are clamoring for tickets still. Um, and, uh, uh, last yesterday we actually went to a couple pop-ups. So Williams racing has a a really cool pop-up experience on Lincoln road. Um, we took the kids there, we did some sim racing, you know, they have the, the car, they have a lot of cool merch. That's all like tropical themed. So it's like, they did Miami right. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. Um, we also, AMG has a, a pop-up as well in the design district. And you get to see the the W12 last year's Mercedes car, like right there. And there's no like <laughs> rope around it. So my kids are like in there touching buttons. <laughs> and um, yeah, we just stay there for like 30 minutes. I was just looking at the car. It's gorgeous. Like getting up close and seeing all the different parts. It was amazing. Um so that's more of a high-end experience. They have a lot of their other cars there. It's like a gorgeous showroom. Um, and then, yeah, McLaren has a bunch of events coming up. They took over that 1111 uh, parking garage and like right at the end of Lincoln Road. So they're going to do something big there. I don't know what it is. Um, and there's a lot of fan fests. So yeah. Yeah. There's one called Racing Fan Fest, the big one in Wynwood. Um, so I'm going to be there with, uh, partners, um, a friend of ours is uh, Magnus Greaves, the creator of Race Weekend magazine, and he got a oh, container, cool. and he's going to be selling his magazines there. He did a, a whole beautiful Miami guide, um, so that's really cool. It's available online. He did it with the Miami GP, and there's a bunch of other content creators and folks selling merch and stuff there. It's going to be amazing, and there's also something called Speed Week Miami, which is in Bayfront Park. So, you know, they're going to be showing the race. They have a ton of like um, older, like former F1 stars that will be there um, doing meet and greets and they have like VIP experiences and stuff like that. So I'm actually going to read my book there. Um, so I'm super excited. Um, but that's You're going like, to need to post Saturday about all of that on yes. your Instagram so we can follow along uh, yeah. and see all this stuff because it sounds incredible. Yeah. You're going to oh, be yeah. our boots on the ground for this. Event. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely want to be there, but we can't this year. But like I was just telling um, my husband, I was like, you know, Mother's Day Sunday, all I really want is to go to Miami, babe. You know, I've been saying this all week and he's like, you can go, but the rest of us can't like, you know, it's like, and I'm like, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm, 
Oh, I've already said, I've, I've already put this out and, you know, I may get a wild hair on Sunday and just go stand and try and hitchhike at the private aviation, like from the people going from Derby to yes. Miami and just oh. be like, is anyone, anyone would like, just get a sign Miami question yep. mark, to, like have all my race idea. gear on exactly. and just be like, I'll just take me. I can get back. I got somewhere to stay. <laughs> just like, yep. get me down there and, and let me go to the race. Exactly. I told him, I was like, you know, next year we're going to go, but it's because somebody has brought us down to be there. Like, listen, you got these podcast girls with their push, push <laughs> podcasts. Like you got to have them at the Miami GP. And I'm like, see, that's the ticket. That's how we're going to get there yeah. next year. And it's just going to be us. No hubby's allowed on that trip either. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you don't Sounds get a plus like a one. Time. Yeah. yeah. I'll, be yeah. There. I'll be there. That's, that's the plan. Okay. I have a random question. Do you remember, like, this was probably in the early nineties when there used to be a street race in Miami. I remember going to a Formula E race here that was around downtown, but I wasn't in the, I think yeah. it was in the 2000s, early. I don't know. No, this was like in the early 90s. I remember because my mom used to do like, I don't know why, but she was like work doing some sort of work associated with it. I was on like seven or eight. So I don't remember what like the, maybe it's like late 80s, early 90s, but there used to be like a street race in downtown Miami. I have like some very core memories of eating Hagen dazs ice creams, but like, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> but yeah, it was in like the middle of downtown. Um, but anyways, that's like my, was that. my only no. racing experiences was before of like, before watching drive to survive and get into formula one was that. And I, I don't think it was, it wasn't formula one. I think it may have been like, you know, no, I think it was a, other than that, like but, a supercar race or something like that. But there was yeah, a Formula but, E race not too long ago, and it was quite a quite a scene in downtown. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. This was like back in the like real Miami Vice days. Like this is like yeah. late '80s, like early '90s. But I just like remember it as like the whole setup of it, and I was like, does anyone else ever remember this race that happened in Miami? I would love nothing more than Toto and Gunther to do like a Miami Vice like recreate that those two oh. like, like the slow-mo getting out of the car whipping on those sunnies like just give me that moment <laughs> with those two it'd be amazing i'd love it that would be but cool I, the I teams do have, have some, some oh go ahead no no you're good go ahead. i was gonna say the teams are coming out with some really cool posters and, mm -hmm. and images it's all got like that you know miami vice like bright colors similar to like yes. the heat yeah um, like those vice nights uh, yeah exactly they're pretty yeah. cool they look like movie posters for like you know spin-off of miami vice yeah yeah I've have you been to the, the track miami yet uh yeah i got to go because the miami open is there so i went to the miami open which was last month uh a couple times and yeah like i i we could see where the pits were being built and like the grandstands were already done. Um, so I, yeah, we walked on the track, took a couple of videos and the kids raced around on the track <laughs> um, because it was right around like all the tennis courts. So you couldn't yeah. really miss it. Um, That's really cool. Well, we do have some stats on the Miami GP. It is 3.363 miles long. I don't know why we can't just say you know, 3.4, but we can't. Um, it is 57 laps, 19 corners, and there are three possible DRS zones. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited about that. And Formula One, um, they simulated 36 different layouts of the track before they settled on this one. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been watching some videos um, and it, it, it 
they it's pretty cool like part of it's gonna go under like the the turnpike uh overpass. oh it is yeah oh wow um, yeah so like if you're not familiar with miami it's gonna be the whole racetrack is around the football stadium essentially um and it's kind of in this area bet- between like kind of between miami and fort lauderdale but it, it's you'll, when you see the race you'll see that it's the football stadium that where the dolphins play is basically right in the middle of the whole thing. And it's, I mean, yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Like there's some, I some guess set up flyover videos of like drone footage that kind of shows the progress, but really what everyone's talking about is the yacht club. Yes. Experience. Oh yes. There have been so many haters about it. And uh, like I saw a meme today that was like every masterpiece has its cheap copy and it's like the Monaco <laughs> and the Miami Yacht Club that's like not fully built yet. <laughs> um, but the I, they have been working on it for a while and it seems I think it's going to be a, quite a spectacle, you know. Yeah, hands it definitely. Down. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. There's I'm, no way they're going to be like low grade anything like you know everything is so premium at this uh, you know at this whole complex i mean it's absolutely beautiful and stunning again like i've watched this like video about six times already today and i'm like i need to be there but i did have a question about this yacht club like did they the yachts aren't going anywhere right like they have to build the little lake and then they just put the yachts in there and then that's all they do that they it's just they don't, there's no other place for them to go. It's just in this little water. Spot. Yeah. We actually got, uh, we did, we like, because our group put a deposit in, we were hoping to get a hospitality, but by the time our, you know, order came in, uh, all that was sold out, but they had showed us a sales presentation about the yachts. And we had so many questions like, yeah. can you sleep on the yachts? Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> They're all yeah. three days, you know? Um, yeah, these like fancy yacht RV, like is this yeah, a, yeah. like an RV experience, but, an, uh, but a yacht? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and originally it was like this, they're going to be on the water, but now it seems like they just built some artificial water. I don't know. I'll tell you when I get there, because I definitely want to check it out. <laughs> yeah. But they sold seats uh, in, you know, you could rent out the yacht and watch from there because it does, the track curves around there. Um, And there are like a Marina Grand Strands across from it too. So we will see. I mean, it's going to be wild. And I can't wait to just see like just the people coming out for it. Like it's going to be, I can't wait to hear, like watch your stories, like see all the pictures and all that kind of stuff. I think it's going to be like just a spectacle of the eyes. Like we're going to have our own spectacle here in Kentucky for the Derby, but I feel like the Sunday one that Miami will be a nice follow up to it. Yes, (laughs) There will be a lot of stars. I've seen like, you know, a a list of all the people going that, you know, somebody posted and it's definitely going to be star studded. Yeah. I know. I can't wait. Yeah. That's my, that's like the Miami experience and people want to go to like big events there. So I can't wait to see that whole pit row scene is I'm sure going to be incredible. It's going to be sure the paddock club will be on fire. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. This is just making me so like, so excited for like Vegas is going to be like, Oh, Oh boy. Bring yeah. it. Oh, gosh, go. yeah. <laughs> They're going to come for it big. Well, Austin also is going to have to come for it now too, mm-hmm. you know, if, yep. you know, they're next. So they're going to have to up the game if they want to compete. Exactly. Well, let's, um, let's do some predictions. What do you think is going to happen at this race? Andy, what do you got? Who's going to be on podium? Like podium. I'd, I'd like to see Carlos. Yeah. I would really like to see Carlos. I'd like to see, 
a Mercedes on there, but I'm going <laughs> to, but I'm, which Mercedes, that's the question. There's the question, Annie, which Mercedes <laughs> to see Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I just we had to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> mostly for Shannon's mostly right. for Shannon, because she has some feelings about George Russell. <laughs> You know, I like the guy, but I don't love the guy. That's for sure. <laughs> I feel like George Russell is going to be living it up in Miami. I feel like this is a moment for him, though. Oh, I was running watch some roundup. And like, there's a lot of like, like, you know, club parties at night. And <laughs> supposedly some of the racers are going. I'm like, you're going to go out to party before the race? All right. Like, okay. yeah. um, I, but I, I, I think there'll be a Red Bull on there. I think. Max or, or Checo will do well here. Um, my other prediction is I'm, I'm a little worried about seeing some red flags and some yellow flags because it's like a street course with barriers and some parts are pretty narrow. Um, so we could see some people on the wall. Yes. <laughs> it be a concern. I, not not know, my sweet Carlos, as long as it's, I mean, not my sweet Charles. <laughs> Not Charles, please not Charles. <laughs> not, not Charles. Charles. <laughs> um, He's already already done that once. I can't have it yeah. again. <laughs> Daniel, you're yeah. not gonna like my predictions on this one, buddy. Uh, oh, I don't want it. If it's if you're no, no. I've got. Uh, I'm gonna. Carlos I'm gonna on P1, big, we... Max on P2, Louis okay. P3. Oh, I think we're gonna get Pierre in four or five. I, for some reason, I just I feel that's a like bold take. That's a bold energy. take. He hasn't been doing so well because this year. Because I think there's going to be some damage in the corner. Yeah, there could be some drama at turn one. I mean, it's a new track. These guys haven't driven it yet. I think practice is probably going to have some, some you know, safety cars and some yellow flags at least when they try to get around. And I'm the cars sure, are new too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Latifi's going to have a crash. She just, <laughs> we're due for one. He didn't have one last race. So we're due for a Latifi this race. I mean, come sadly, on. <laughs> he, he's a great guy. <laughs> I feel bad. He got bullied so much about it, but I, if he was in this book, it would be L for Latifi and it'd be like, Nicholas Latifi is known for his tendency, <laughs> his prop propensity for crashing at very inopportune times. <laughs> 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 if we do a driver ABC, there you go. There's yes, the, yes. <laughs> yes. I, I do want to do a driver book too. Yeah. You know how the rights are. This, yeah, yeah. Hey, probably like a different different monster. I, I feel like you yeah. could do like an adult version of that, and then like kids one of just like how we really feel. Like yeah. <laughs> um, my predictions, although you didn't ask, I mean, I I'm going to share them anyway. Please share with the group. <laughs> um, Charles is back. He's back. Charles won. I think that, uh, I think we're going to go one, two Ferrari and then max. That's my prediction. I think it's the boys in red are coming back. Coming we're going back. Mm-hmm. They're making, I do think that Lewis is going to have a better week if only because they, they have to have like rebuilt his entire car because we heard Toto apologize to him and be like, Lewis, yeah. we really screwed you over. Like we shot the bed on you, Lewis. So yes, like, so we're going to make it nice for you this week. I have a feeling that he's going to do a little bit better than your well, boy, I think boy George. He's gonna have a great week. I, cause it, it's the first Monday in May. What's the first Monday in May, Danielle? What do we got tonight? We have the Met Gala. The Met Gala. Who loves the Met Gala more than <laughs> Lewis, Lewis Hamilton? Nobody loves him more than Lewis. That's he's right. going to be in his element and he's going to come mm -hmm. refreshed, ready to go. 
looking fly, showing up in Miami, doing the work. That's true. Lewis's looks in Miami, I'm very excited for. Because you know he's going to make it. He loves Miami. Yeah, he loves Miami. And he's going to have all his like his celeb friends. They're just going to come from the Met. They're all just going from New York to Miami and they're just going to roll out there. And now he's like trying to, you know, Serena Williams probably going to be there. They're trying to buy that soccer team. Yeah. Both the Williams sisters will be there. Yeah. I heard. So this is, it's going to be great. It's going to be Lewis's day. I can feel it. I do think Lewis is going (laughs) to have a much better moment. I don't think that the car is there yet, though. Yeah. That's the thing. I think the Red Bulls figured out the porpoise um, yeah and they tried a bunch of different things to do it and mercedes was just like oh, we'll raise the ride height a little bit and see if that works but i i think they have a little more work to do in the car it's not gonna you know change overnight but agreed i'm yeah. hoping he has some it's better times mm-hmm. i definitely think lewis has had a conversation with the engineers and been like let's Let's get it together, guys. Like, we're going to Miami. I got to show up and show out for my friends. Like, don't embarrass me in front of all my friends. Like, let's go, guys. We got to, like, up up the game. Yes. 100%. 100%. Yeah. All right, Daniel, what are are the rapid fires? What do we got on that? All right, before we close, we're going to do quick this or that. You got to answer quickly. There's no no wrong answers. There's just, you know, better ones. But, okay. (laughs) Monaco or Miami? Miami. <laughs> Wet track or dry track? Wet track. Yes. Haas or Williams? Williams. Oh! Botas or Russell? Russell. <laughs> Mercedes or Red Bull? Mercedes. Carlos or Charles? For this one, Carlos. <laughs> all right and then the old guys club we go not old they're just like our age old on the track k-mag or seb 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 i feel like seb's gonna be doing some great environmental work in miami or yeah. something we like. you should just stay and help us with our kind of you know ocean <laughs> rising problems yeah i feel like seb would be doing some great climate change work in miami definitely yes He's going to be cleaning up on the track afterwards, riding yeah, a scooter. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, it's great. Hey, I'll, stay, right. I'll stay with him if, if I can. Yeah. Yes, I didn't perfect. know he was doing that at Austin. You know? <laughs> oh, I know. I would have definitely hung back to party with Seb and clean up the, <laughs> clean up the stands. Okay. So before we go, tell everybody where you can get, uh, tell us where they can purchase your book, you know, where they can, can follow you. They follow you. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So my book is available online on my website right now. It's called redracerbooks.com. That's where you can order it. If you're in Miami, you can get it at three different stores. So we got into books and books. Which Ooh, know, that's a great. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a big so deal. That was really awesome. I'm really grateful for that. So books and books, a small store called My Little Owlie that's in South Miami. And then a kind of a children's tech after after daycare kind of place after school kind of place called minds of tomorrow which has two locations and they have great programs for kids we did some workshops last weekend there and read the book and talked to them about miami and stuff like that and then awesome. all, all my socials are red racer books at red racer books and i post frequently on twitter and Definitely on Instagram. I'm going to be doing some TikToks as well. That one's Red Racer Dad. Oh, yes. Nice. Come on over. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I'm 
I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 40, you know, and I so TikTok I mean, is, we're with you. Um, I know. I feel you. It's a little, it's nervous, nerve wracking over there. But you know, once they, once you find your people, mm -hmm. they're, nice, they're inviting. It's great. Yeah, the yeah. F1 and community, then, the F1 TikTok is great. They're nice. <laughs> yes, it is. The whole F1 community has been great. You know, yeah. you guys, I, you know, connect with a lot of other podcasters, a lot of other content creators. It's it's really been nice. Um, you know, everyone in our chat has been super supportive and uh, yeah, everyone has been super nice. Well, and that's a nice feeling. It's just, yeah. yeah. And it's just fun to talk about F1. Like, I feel like it's hard, you know, you can, it's not like football where you can strike up a conversation with almost anybody or basketball. Like it's fun to find your people and be like, Ooh, let's talk about it. Like, you know who I'm talking about. I'm not just saying weird words that you're, that are exactly. flying like over your head. Yeah. Um, so it's just fun to get to, to, you know, connect the dots with people who also have that interest that, and I'm so excited that like, it's getting more popular here. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I love that everyone's found it through not everyone, obviously there's a lot of people that have been longtime fans, but you know, that people have found it through Dri drive to survive, but I've jumped in and like, like you creating these books, like we, us doing this podcast, it's just like created so many offshoots, um, into this world of F1, which is a really cool thing to see just from like a random documentary show. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, and it's great because, you know, F1 is a very top down kind of organization, you know? So we have to kind of figure things out ourselves and support each other because, you know, they're not going to pay attention, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> we got to uh, make some noise down here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Grassroots effort. Right. I do have one yes. more question for you, Andy. Do your kids like your book? Are they like really proud of you for putting it out there? Yeah, they are. They're, <laughs> they're so, they're so great. Um, and I, <laughs> I, last week I went through the second book with them and, you know, they gave me some good feedback. They're super <laughs> excited about it. Um, and I've gone into their class and talked about the bookmaking process and stuff like that. So that's cool. It's been well, really if you fun. ever need any other kid uh, testers, both Shannon and my kids are all big F1 fans. Uh, and so if you know, if you ever need some other uh, feedback, yeah. <laughs> yep. we, we are help. always happy to share. <laughs> yes, I'd be, I'd happily share the second <laughs> book when, once I got it ready, I definitely need some, some feedback. So appreciate that. <laughs> well, it has been a true pleasure having you on this episode. We appreciate you taking the time to chat with us and give us all the scoop on Miami. Again, everyone go follow him at red, red racer books, uh, so that you can get all the scoop on what's happening in Miami. I'll see him going all the events. He's going to be at the track all three days. So he'll be oh, our yeah. boots on the ground there. Yes. And, uh, and then we'll be back next week, post Derby, post Miami GP to give you a recap of both. And, uh, until next time. Oh, and, but make sure you follow us too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, follow yeah, us. Where's our plug? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We plugged in. Make sure you follow us too at F1 push push. Uh, and we would love it if you would rate and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, push, push.